It is a beautiful Thursday afternoon, November the 2nd. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. All right, tomorrow, free for all Friday. This weekend, LSU, Alabama, Saints and the Bears in the Caesar Superdome. And it looks like it is going to be a really, really nice weekend. I like when Peyton Malone just said, uh, hey, if you want rain, you'll, you have to go somewhere else. Yeah, easy hey, for you to say, hey, Peyton. Honey, look, look at, hey, it's raining in Kansas City, so what do you say we uh, take Let's a flight to Kansas car. City and go? Get every, come on, kids, pack your stuff. We're, We're going, going to Kansas, Kansas City. City. <laughs> I don't think so, Peyton. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get enough rain. Um, I, I know we need it, and there's that marsh fire out there, so, the, I mean, the, the city stinks. I mean, it, the city always kind of stinks if you're in the French Quarter, but the city itself doesn't always stink. But right now it does because of that, uh, that marsh fire. Uh, still posted on the uh, WWL uh, website, WWL.com, is um, a blog that I wrote yesterday. And, and part of the show from yesterday, it's myth-busting. Was Halloween candy ever a real threat to children? And so many people have grown up with that idea that I wanted to, to kind of cover that yesterday, the day after Halloween. So um, it's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. And let me read a couple of uh, comments. Here's a comment from uh, Pamela. Yes, I was raised with the fear of taking candy from strangers and tried to pass the fear down to my children, but they think I'm nuts and believe they think I'm nuts to believe those urban legends. Marianne says uh, the candy never was the crazy people that think about hurting the children. Uh, the kids were always the problem. And Pat says um, drug addict ain't going to share their drugs and drug dealers ain't going to give away free drugs without knowing who they go to. It's a really interesting point. I mean, all these people who are like, you know, sharing their drugs with with kids free, giving it to their kids. They're not going to they're not going to do that. Joshua says um, for someone promoting Child genital mutation, don't you think candy is a little baseline worry level? I don't know what Joshua is talking about here. Is Joshua suggesting that I've, I've promoted child genital mutations? Mutilation? You, you know, th- this is the problem with social media. You, you get these trolls. I, I've never said anything about that. I've never done anything to even suggest that I would, would promote that. But you've got this guy, Joshua Adam Alt. And he's spreading this to- totally fake news, this libelous news about me. And I guess I could, you know, sue him. I, you know, you got to be careful what you say on social media because we've got your name. I mean, it, there's a footprint of this. It's here. I've got it. You said it. And, you know, you can't, you can't go around just saying anything you want about people. I mean, you, you have a rule. There are rules to the First Amendment. And if you don't understand those rules, then shut up. But, I mean, this is disturbing to me. I mean, I didn't know this was on here until I just read it. This is why I want more of you to join me on Scoot on the Air Facebook. I want Zoomers and Xers and, and Millennials. I want you all to join. Bo- boomers as well. Uh, because I want these different, different voices to, to respond to some of the, just the, uh, the ridiculous insanity that some people spread on, on social media. But, uh, you know, I've never said anything about that. You know, if you want to criticize me, criticize me on something I've actually said. It's, it's really bothersome when people are critical uh, uh, and, and make up something that I've never even, even said. I'm sure that this guy would, I, I don't know, people feel so confident using their real names on Facebook to say stuff that's just so embarrassing. Like, you wouldn't say that in a room full of people. There's not really a difference between saying it on Facebook and saying it, you know, like just standing up at a restaurant and shouting out that Scoot supports child genital mutilation. I'm sure he's talking about, you know, what grown-ups call gender-affirming care. 
Well, this is but this is this is this got nothing to do with that. This is this is slander. Um, And you know, I mean, Joshua Adam Alt. I mean, I I guess he he feels big sitting behind his his keyboard. But you know, Joshua, you know, like why don't you just um, stick to the truth and stop spreading you know false news because it only makes you look ignorant. You know, sometimes that we get like. Ugly, pretty ugly texts. I know yeah. you see them. Newell gets them. Tommy, everybody gets them. Y'all, we ha- do we do your, those come in on your phone number, and you know, so I don't do this often because I don't like to do it. But if somebody sends in something that's really threatening or gross, I'll Google their phone number, and let me tell you how often the top listing for that phone number is somebody's business. People are using their business phone number that's all over their website and yeah. all over their social media. They're using that to call in or text in and use racial slurs or make threats or something like that. And I don't, I don't do anything with that information. I just, you could. I, I just block them. I mean, we you could. Know, I mean, we, we absolutely we could. could. We could totally track you. We could totally track you. Joshua Adam all po- post this, and it, it, it's a suggestion that I support genital mutilation, which is, of course, obscene. And there's, there's absolutely no record anywhere that that is even close to the truth. So it's it's just, again, these idiots on these idiotic trolls on social media think they can just do whatever they want, and you really you I mean you really can't. I mean you you can't because if we really want to hold you accountable, you know we could. So anyway, it's just it's it's disturbing. But that's why I want more of you to join me on Scoot on the Air Facebook. Join me and answer people like this guy Joshua. And um, it's just, I mean, it's its sad that people feel like they have to make up stuff to put you down. I mean, I guess this guy just, like, disagrees with my opinion on some things. You know, it, it, you live your life, I'll live my life. If you don't like what I say, what the hell are you doing listening to the show? And then you got to go on your way, go out of your way on, on social media to, to say something like that? I mean, that's not cool. Anyway, um, those comments are still being made on the... Let's go to the Facebook page. It's also, by the way, it's on our, our, our website, www.com. Let's go to Ian with some text. Here's a text message that said, oh, well, I got just kind of a slate of text messages about Olivia Dunn in this name, image, likeness situation. Yeah, we're going to talk about that this hour. Well, we'll start out here. Uh, Sal is here today. He says, Olivia Dunn is kidding herself if she thinks that provocative photos of her with her butt cheeks exposed and tight body cleaning clothing doesn't have a sexual component. She just doesn't want to admit it. No, I think that's that's true. And I mean, I have a lot of respect for her because, you know, she's a successful gymnast. She is the top NIL earner in the country, which is name, image and, and likeness. And it's it's the, the new rule in, in college athletics where you can, you know, you can make money if somebody's using your name, image or, or likeness. But she's responding to this New York Times article and she says it was complete BS. They they called me on the phone and they told me they were going to write this article about my accomplishments and one of the interviewers um said and she said i thought this was kind of a weird wording uh the interviewer said quote so how does it feel to be a small petite blonde gymnast doing so well with nil um and she said it's like you know i mean why does that matter that i'm a petite blonde well olivia i mean face reality you're a beautiful cute petite blonde and that matters and that's one of the reasons why you're doing so well with nil here's a text that says sex does sell olivia dunn is a truly beautiful young lady and she's capitalizing on this i just worry about her deranged fans ask john lennon about deranged fans but do you honestly think taylor swift would be so popular if she looked like roseanne barr no i i i I don't think that's fair but it's it's true 
So, I mean, Olivia Dunn is benefiting from her her body. She's she's sexy. She's beautiful. She's a, she's a gymnast, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, she's not stripping. She's um, mostly appearing as she as she appears, and I I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But you know, see it for what it is. Sex does sell, and sex is one of the reasons she's doing so well. I'm going to get back to selling sex in just a minute here, but we got a text that says, "Hey, Scoot, please do not support child genital mutilation. It's not a good thing." This reminds me that we had a doctor on, a national prominent doctor, who told us statistics show that gender-affirming care to include surgery on minors is so unbelievably rare it's almost non-existent. But yet you have people who come on here and say that any type of gender-affirming care is exactly the same thing as genital mutilation and it's not that's a lie well stop repeating it this is a tactic of right-wing radicals and do i need to remind you that if you're a right-wing radical that's one group but when I talk about right-wing radicals, I'm not talking about everyone. When Scoot on the Air talks about the illegal, immoral, divisive, and destructive activities and conspiracy theories of ultra-right-wing radicals, Scoot is not referring to all Republicans or all conservatives, just those insurrectionist MAGA cultists who refuse to accept responsibility for their mistakes, see the truth, or listen to reason. If you or someone you know is suffering from MAGA addiction, please call 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870, weekdays from 1 to 4 p.m. Please vote responsibly. I'm glad we cleared that up. Uh, by the way, speaking of Taylor Swift, she was not at, mm-hmm. uh, she was not at, uh, at Travis's game. The other day, Uh-oh. when they when they lost, she, uh, and that's she, why she they lost. Do you know why? You know, she, I think she was getting ready for her South American tour. Yeah, I'm going to make a prediction here. Okay, things are going to. There's going to be a little distance. I, I could be totally wrong, and I'll be here to, to okay. say if I'm wrong. Okay, but I think we're going to start to see a cooling off of the. Um, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift relationship. I think we're going to see a cooling off. I don't think it's sincere. I think it was just a fun thing for both of them. Nothing wrong with it. I'm not being critical. I'm just defining it in the way that I see it. I don't think it's a serious um, romance. And I think they're, you know, they're kind of having fun with each other. And uh, I think she's going to use the South American tour as a reason to kind of cool things off a little bit. But we'll, I mean, we'll see. That is a lot of distance between two. I'm t- that's a long <laughs> distance is, relationship, man. Yep. Uh, I'll leave you with this one. Uh, sex has and always will sell. The only reason I listen to this show is because of you sexy bastards. <laughs> All right. You know, look, we could actually think about all the things that that that's confirmed the idea that sex sells. For example, um, Brooke Shields. Nothing comes between me and my Calvin Klein's. Or was it guest jeans? I think it was Calvin Klein's. Nothing comes between. Oh, was yeah, it Calvin what Klein's? Jeans? And the 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 idea was that Brooke Shields wasn't wearing any underwear. Nothing comes between me and my Calvin Klein jeans. It was Calvin Klein. Okay. And that's so she was suggesting that she's, you know, under the jeans, she's, she's naked. Um, I remember uh, a Gillette, uh, some kind of a, a foam, uh, a shaving foam commercial, and this beautiful blonde was shaving, and she says, take it off. Take it all off. Oh, my. And some kind of a European, you know, accent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, sex sells. I mean, we have to address that as a, as a reality, and you can decide to, you know, uh, interpret it any way you want, but th- there's no doubt that sex sells. What was the shampoo brand that had the commercials where the women are trying the, the shampoo in the shower for the first time, oh. and they start moaning oh. and... 
was biting that, their lip and stuff. What was that? Was it herbal essence? Herbal herbal essences. That's herbal right. Essence. Yeah, I knew it had herbal in it yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and then there was um, oh when Wendy's when Wendy's started their their salad bar. Oh no. <laughs> Where's this going? They called it the they they there was there was direct. This was when this was getting a lot of publicity in Cosmopolitan, but they related the 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 garden spot. They related it to the G spot. Oh my God! And they had this sexy me. woman, and it was all about the G spot. Come Have on you discovered the G, the G spot? Jesus. You know, at Wendy's, or, yeah. So yeah, sex sells. Wendy's. Thought all it'd right, be you better know, than that. Okay, you, are you? Is that? Can we? Yeah, let's I guess move we have on. To to a break. Do, yeah. do, we, do we have time to do this right now, or should we do it when we come back? I, if, yeah, you can do it quickly. We don't have an. Yeah. Okay, because let's I want I want to play a lot of the song. Yeah. Um, let's don't. Uh, we'll, we'll go straight to the song. Let's go straight to the song. The yeah. new one. Uh, so look, the Beatles have a new song out, and it is the result of AI, artificial intelligence. Now, how do you feel about this? I mean, do you feel like this is generally a new song from the Beatles? Or is there something missing because AI contributed to this? It's really, it's really brilliant. Um, I've not heard it. I'm going to hear it with you for the first time right here on the show. So here is the new single from the Beatles titled Now and Then. You know, I'm listening to this for the first time with you. Uh, a new single released from the Beatles, Now and Then, and it's um, because of AI, artificial intelligence. <sighs> I'm glad to hear it, but I'm not overly impressed. I mean, I, I'm I'm glad it's out. I'm glad they I'm glad they put this together. I mean, it's unique and it's it's cool. But I mean, two of the guys are not even here, so it's not like it's you know, it's not like it is the Beatles. I'm I'm glad they they put it all together and I'll, I'll listen to it. And I I I, I like the song, but um, I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts, Ian? I mean, it is the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like two of them aren't there, but that is John's vocals. No, that is true. George's guitar. That is Ringo's drumming. That is Paul singing. From that standpoint, yes, it's good. I guess I'm not sure about the song itself, but the idea that there is a new song with the Beatles is pretty incredible. I mean, it's pretty rare that you hear a song once for the first time and it really gets you. You know, I think after yeah. a couple repeated listens, you yeah. know, you might feel differently about Maybe it. Maybe so. But again, I'm just I wanted to just do the reaction live on the air hearing it for the for the first time. So, uh, yeah, if you want to comment on this, how do you feel about this being the Beatles' new single, uh, now and then put together with uh, the help of artificial intelligence? The Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. And also, let's continue the conversation. Does sex sell? Give me an example. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. So LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn is reacting to a New York Times article that says um, sex sells, and sex does sell and part of her attraction is the fact that she is really really cute and really really sexy and by the way i'm not being critical of that i'm just being realistic what's another example of um the idea that sex sells the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. Also, we are re- reacting to the uh, the new Beatles song now and then, which we uh, we just played. A brand new song with the help of AI has uh, has come out. Also, um, on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page, uh, Shane has commented on uh, Joshua's comment. Hmm, what show do you listen to, pal? Hallucinating, perhaps. Sometimes the voices Joshua hears are not all coming from the radio. And uh, Mary says, change the channel, boo. Nobody is promoting child genital mutilation. 
Thank you guys for that. All right, let's go to uh, Ray in Lacombe. Ray, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, Scoot. I just think it would be nice if we could get a Christmas album from the Allman Brothers or Leonard Skinner yeah. or Michael Jackson or, you know, any of the past rock heroes. I'm excited that it came out. I just listened to it on your show, and it's a, it's a good holiday treat, I think. Yeah, I, I get that, Ray. Um you know, and I, I I don't want to react negatively to the the song. I I just I, I don't know. I I, I don't. I'm not sure what it was missing, but it seemed like there was something missing. But I am thrilled that the Beatles. It's it's all them playing. It's with the help of AI, but it's I mean it's a it's a Beatles song. So that's really cool. Uh, let's go to Gregory and Metairie. Hey, Gregory. Hey, Scoot. Hey, I'm on the. Uh... I'm on the side that I like it, but um, they were teasing us with this seven months ago because um, I, I kind of follow Paul McCartney's website and, and the Beatles website, and, you know, and it just pops up. I don't, I don't sit there and linger on it, but you know, mm-hmm. it pops up. You know, there's a big backstory. The song was originally penned in late '69, '70, and um, they had put it down at Abbey Road, and uh, um, all of them were involved in that song, but it just didn't make it for one reason. That's you know, during the great collapse of the Beatles, but. His vocal with the piano was what the AI really did, and that was done in 1978. John was playing with it in 78. This is true. And uh, he was doing it solo just on piano at that time. He wanted to kind of like, you know, he kind of found his pile of stuff. And that's what the AI did. They separated his vocal and the piano on a single track, which is amazing about AI. Yeah, Um, that is, no, look, it's, it's a it's a miracle and it's amazing. It's a little scary, but look, I love that this was done. Don't anybody misunderstand yeah. me? I love that it's it's new. I just I don't know. I just felt like there's a little something missing, and you maybe it's because I know. Well, Scoot, between you and me, if all four of the Beatles farted and made a record, everybody would love it. I mean, it's the Beatles after all. For crying out loud, you know. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things, and it's just glad. I'm I'm just glad that you know. Listen, Paul and Ringer are also in their twilight. And, um, you know, I don't think they're milking it or anything. I just think that they really wanted to celebrate John, and it's brilliant. I totally agree I with think that. the words are fantastic. I totally anyway, agree. Anyway, I'm glad that you brought it up. Maybe your show was incredible, and welcome back. All right, Gregory, thanks. I appreciate the call. Let's go to Ian with some text messages about uh, the uh, the new Beatles song, Now and Then. Uh, some people are texting in, hey, I love it. I'm so glad to hear it. Uh, there's a couple people that aren't a fan. Here's one that says, I'm sorry, that Beatles song should never have been released. It needs to go. It's not John Lennon's voice. He did not sing and record those lyrics. AI took his voice and made it up, which is fake. But that's wrong. That's not what happened here. I think, you know, Gregory did, a, 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 I think, a fair job of explaining how they did this. <clears throat> Excuse me. That is John Lennon's voice. The reason we have never really heard it before is because the quality was very poor. Because he was playing piano and they they weren't like in a recording studio, I don't think. But what the artificial intelligence did is it just went and analyzed that audio and used machine learning technology to separate the piano track from John's vocal track. So then then you get a clean, a clean record of John's vocals. And then I think they also used artificial intelligence to kind of judge that up, you know, make it sound a little bit better as if it had been recorded in a studio. And then, you know, they got George Harrison's old guitar tracks in here. So it, uh, 
a, a, a robot did not just invent the song out of whole cloth. It was just used to, to clean up some old audio, like you would dust off a, an old record. Well, that's credible. I mean, I, I, I like that. But AI can imitate voices. Oh, in for fact, sure. Like uh, last night on, on Stephen Colbert, he had a conversation with uh, President Biden, but I think it was, was AI because yeah. he was talking about it. I, I don't think it was really the, the, the president. Uh, here's a text that says, if it's okay for AI to record a song using people's voice, then WWL should be able to use Ian and Scoot's voice and do the show without the two of you. You see why this Beatles song should not have been released. Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I understand. Um, this is this is one of the areas where, you know, the discussion is taking place, uh, where the controversy is taking place about, you know, ha- about having rights, about who has the rights to 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 do these things. I mean, because it would be easy to imitate somebody else, but if it's not you, then it's. I mean, it's it's not you, and some people could pull it off as if it is you, but if it's not you, then it's it's not you. Uh, this is exactly what SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, this is one of the main planks in their list of demands for the studios, is they say, no, you cannot scan my face and, you know, digitally recreate, you know, my character or my likeness on camera. If you want Robert De Niro on screen, you got to pay the yeah. real Robert De Niro. I don't think that's unreasonable. No, it's not unreasonable. And and I, I predict that, that that there's going to be a way to detect, as, as good as it is at imitating, I predict that there's going to be a way to detect what is AI generated and what is real. So this may not be as big a problem as it might be perceived to be at this point. Listeners may not know that there is already... Well, that's that's true. A a station in Seattle that has, I think, just a two hour block set aside. And it's called A.I. Ashley. It's one of their music jocks who they are already doing this. This technology has already been deployed in the real world where they have, a, I think, a two hour block that's hosted by artificially intelligence generated DJ like like radio content. They're already doing it, and I don't think people like it, and it doesn't sound like real, Ashley. And, you know, people aren't stupid. You know, you can really kind of tell if if you're listening to a live program that's actually a live conversation between two people. Yeah, I would I I would think that people would be able to tell not not initially. And if you're not listening closely, you might not be able to tell. But I mean, that's see, that's a that's a scary thing. Now, uh, there would be something illegal about using her name if it's not really her. Uh, Maybe she's doing it with her blessing. Like, okay, I don't have to be there. It is definitely her blessing. She said, yeah, I want to be a part of this experiment. I want to be the first DJ in America who's you know whose program can be recreated with machine learning that's going to be and I'm not a participant in it how this plays out I hope they paid her for that uh just a couple more here here's a Texas sound it sounds good to me it sounds like it's one of the lost songs or a song that wasn't released that they recorded or something like that it definitely sounds old and simple but good let's let's go to the break with the song again you know because just just to hear it a a second time and then for those who who didn't hear it uh new Beatles song um has just been released now and then and it's kind of cool i mean okay listen it's 2023 we've just had a new release from the rolling stones and now we have a new release from the beatles i mean how crazy is this so we'll go to break with the song now and then and we're continuing to get your reaction also lsu gymnast olivia dunn reacting to a new york times article she seems to be a little upset that uh, the article's promoting the idea that one of the reasons she's so popular in nil in terms of her value is because of sex 
because sex sells. Well, like it or not, sex sells, right? I'm Scoot, and here's the new Beatles song. We'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1974, Stevie Wonder's song, You Haven't Done Nothing, was number one in America. You know what the song was about? You Haven't Done Nothing? He wrote that song about President Richard Nixon, basically saying to President Nixon, you haven't done nothing. Well, I mean, he did Watergate. I mean, did, that was, did some of those that was, crimes. That was something. <laughs> All right. Um, if you're on hold, hang on. We'll get to more of your calls and more of your text um, coming up. We're, we're also talking about uh, LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn uh, reacting to the New York Times article saying that her NIL value is um, the result of sex sales. And she says, no, that's, that's, that's BS. And, you know, I mean, look, I have great, um, I have great um, respect for Olivia Dunn. Uh, but the reason that she is uh, so popular, the reason that this is really hit is because she is a cute, petite blonde. Um, and this is really proof that sex does sell. And we've talked about just another, uh, another, a number of opportunities that, that really demonstrate that, that sex sells. You have an example of uh, something that proves that sex sells? I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just a reality because our sexuality as human beings is an, is an integral part of, of who we are as, as people. You know, we're, 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 only, we're, we're one of only several animals in the entire animal kingdom that have sex out of choice, that have sex for enjoyment, not just to procreate. So sexuality is part of who we are. Now, we're all asked to use our sexuality in an appropriate manner, but we're all sexual people. Uh, let's go to Bob in Metairie. Bob, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Uh, hello, Scoot. Hey, Bob. Yeah, this is Bob in Metairie. I just wanted to tell you that I have proof that sex does sell. Okay. On on Halloween night, yeah. Halloween night, a bunch of kids showed up at my door. We were passing out all sorts of all sorts of candy, and this little girl I didn't I didn't know how old she was until I asked her. She was thirteen. She had a, a fluorescent pig, a fluorescent pink wig, fluorescent uh, pink glasses. She had a flesh-colored body stocking with mm. airbrush bikini bottom, airbrush bikini top, and I'm passing out candy. And I asked her, I said, are you Lady Godiva? She said, no, I'm porn star Barbie. What? Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. she, wait, wait, she's 13? She was 13? Oh, she was. Yeah. I said, well, where did you get such a notion? She said, oh, she said, it's all over the place. She said, she said, the next step for Barbie she said, "Barbie's an airline, an airline stewardess. Barbie is a is an attorney. Barbie is this." She said, "The next stop for Barbie is a porn star." That's Listen, what she told. and Bob, and I'll she tell you this. And giggled and ran off my porch. I will <laughs> tell you this. You know, people yeah. are not going to want to believe it, but that 13-year-old knows exactly what a porn star is. Exactly, exactly. All right, Bob. Thanks exactly. for thanks for sharing that with us. It's it's true. I mean, 13 years old because of the internet. They know what a porn star is. I, I know. I know. We don't want that to be the case, but unfortunately, it it is. Let's go to Gentilly. Andy, welcome to WWL. Hi, Scoot. Hey, Andy. Scoot, uh, yeah. the discussion of AI and music put in mind of what happened when photography uh, became digital. Wait, you were kind of At breaking point, up a little bit. Tell me, tell me that again. It reminds me of the issues surrounding digital photography. Okay. 
Okay. You could take a photograph into court, and that was proof positive. No dispute. A photograph. When photographs became digitized, you could manipulate an image to show anything. So it was no longer admissible as absolute evidence in, in a trial. Interesting. Um, I guess society has overcome that issue, and I see the same kinds of legal issues popping up with AI. Yeah. You know, I'm Andy, listening. yeah, I, I, think it's, uh, I think that's an interesting uh, point. Um, you know, we have yet, I mean, this is just the threshold. This is just the birth of AI. And, you know, there, the, the, as great as AI is, um, one of the big challenges is, is going to be how to control it and how to define it. Golf influencer Paige Sporanic has now uh, reacted to questions about her breasts. She has 4 million followers on, on Instagram, and she's a, a golf influencer. And people have been asking about her breasts. Are they real or not? And she's um, claiming that uh, she's gained a little weight, and so they got bigger. Now, while that is a phenomenon that can happen, I'm looking at Paige Sporanic, and I just don't think they're real. I'm Scoot. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. On the SOTA Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1985, the Miami Vice soundtrack album was the number one album in the country. And this was one of the songs from one of the early episodes. I watched a few episodes of that, and... um, that show had such an influence on pop culture back in the 80s. And, of course, I was on B97 at the time, and I remember uh, playing this song every morning. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. Sunday, the Saints take on the Chicago Bears in the Caesar Superdome. I think the Saints are like an eight, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Wow, that's, that's huge in, in the NFL. Uh, you can get two tickets to the game, Saints and Chicago, uh, plus win tickets to the VIP tailgate uh, party at the Bullseye Event Group. And all you have to do is go to our website, www.com slash contests with an S. It's www.com slash contests with an S and register to win. I, I want to tell you this, this VIP uh, tailgate party, uh, party from bullseye event group is sensational food and premium beverages yes adult beverages it overlooks champion square it overlooks the caesar superdome and then you just you know you you get full and you have a couple of drinks and then you just walk on over to the dome for the game it's really a great great thing and you can win tickets to that and the saints um bears game go to wwl.com contest and register to win and good luck Oh, this is, oh, by the way, Ian just told me that this is the last day to do it. So get it done, wwl.com slash contest. All right, um, we're going to continue to talk about the fact that sex sells. And also DoorDash is warning customers that if you don't tip in advance, your food is going to be late. How do you feel about that? Is that appropriate or is that extortion? DoorDash is warning if you don't tip in advance... They're telling you your food's going to be late. In some ways, that seems like a form of extortion. We'll talk about that next hour. I'm Scoot on the air. A lot more still to come on WWL.